Hello everybody, it's your girl Mommy Dearest back at it with another podcast. I can't believe this is my 21st episode. I just, uh, not just, uh, two weeks ago had my 20th episode. I hope you guys liked it and enjoyed it and I hope you guys um, took anything away from it whether it's you know to ask more questions um not be afraid to ask more questions not be afraid to set boundaries and what you are wanting with your pregnancy your delivery or just you know in general with how you're wanting to be a mother and live your life and not feel guilty about it um because you really you know are the only one that knows what's best for your family and you're the only one that can make that decision and nobody can judge us for the decisions that we make um so uh starting i took a week off um just because i wanted to take a little bit of a break relax a little bit not feel pressured about having to get you know every tuesday a podcast out um and you know to be honest i really don't feel pressured when it comes to get uh getting my podcast out but i i did want to take a break for myself you know and just enjoy having 20 podcasts out and doing this i really do hope that i am you know, really um, giving women what they need, which is understanding that they're not alone when it comes to the guilt that you have as, as, you know, being a mom, the anxiety that you have when it comes to being a mom, and that, you know, the choices and decisions that you are making are the right choices and decisions for your family because there is just so much negativity out there. There are so many people that just get bold when it comes to, you know, uh, talking about like, you know, why are you complaining? Uh, you know, you chose to be a mom, this and that, you know, just saying negative stuff that's so ignorant and so rude and disrespectful. And I just really want to be a voice to all of those women that hear those things and those comments really get to them that, you know, you are doing what's right for your family and taking time to understand your mental health and taking a step away from sometimes, you know, not always being around your children is 100% acceptable. And then the choices and decisions that you are making in your life are the right choices and decisions. Um, so this podcast is uh, my 21st podcast, but it's also season two, episode one. I'm going to start a second season. I'm so excited about that. And I just felt like um, my first episode for season two should be about my baby boy. I love giving you guys sage updates. I think it's so much fun to talk about his progress and to just kind of let you guys know where he's at and also just kind of let you guys know like as a first time mom like what I'm struggling with in this current moment. Um, so sage is officially nine months um, and he's going to be uh, 10 months coming up soon. Not too soon but he's nine months and he is so big. He's in 12 months clothes my sister just recently sent me some clothes from her grandson so that I can have more clothes. It's such a blessing to have my sister in my life um, and being able to get all of these clothes from her because it's just such um, 
a money saver for us. I personally do not mind hand-me-downs. I think there's nothing wrong with them. I give um, a lot of, you know, Sage's old clothes too to his cousin Trey and it's so much fun to see pictures of my sister's grandson in clothes and then my baby in those same exact clothes and then my son's, uh, you know, cousin in those same exact clothes. It's just, it's so much fun to see that and, you know, when I'm holding, you know, my nephew and I see him in those clothes, it just brings such a smile to my face you know knowing that him and sage are so close in age and that they get to kind of you know share and swap clothes and I can't wait until they get older and they have their personalities and we can dress them up in matching outfits <laughs> I think that'll be so much fun and I hope that you know this allows my son to kind of just have like a built-in best friend, you know, with his cousin being so close in age to him and also us living so close to him. It just, it makes me happy that he can have that and that he can have, you know, someone in his life um, that he can relate to and talk to. And it's just really cool um, to me because that's something that I didn't have, like a cousin close to my age or like a sibling, like all my friends that were my age, you know, that we weren't related. And the cousins that were close to my age, they didn't live in the same state as me. I only got to see them during like summer and it wasn't every summer. So I think I'm hope that Sage has a good relationship with Trey and that they grow up and just have such a good time together making memories and, you know, just being the boys I know they're going to be getting into a lot of trouble. My son is already a little daredevil. It is just getting to that point where I'm like having to just barricade everything. He's getting into everything. He's growing super tall and being able to like look into different cubbies and touch things that he's not supposed to and um chasing around my animals and just having such a good time you know we took them to a restaurant recently and um we really wanted to interact with him and we didn't want to you know give him any toys to play with or like a screen to look at because we wanted to have like a family moment going out and you know just being with each other and really interacting with each other and it was a lot of fun but I will say you know Sage loves to uh not scream but kind of like roar at you which is definitely my fault because I roar at him a lot too <laughs> but to get people's attention or mine and my husband's attention he loves to roar at us and you know it's not an inside roar it's definitely an outside roar um but you know he was doing that at the restaurant and you know me and my husband were just kind of like is this behavior that you know we should discourage him doing that in a restaurant you know it was a family restaurant it wasn't a restaurant that was you know no kids allowed or something like that and so of course people that are going there have to understand that you know kids go you know and sage is nine months old so you know there's that learning curve there we definitely um didn't reprimand him for having like an outside voice inside but we did try to distract him with us talking to him and interacting with him and getting him to try different foods that were at the table with us and it definitely you know did help but you know he still was every once in a while having that you know outside voice coming through and being really loud and you know 
um, it definitely was a learning curve and it's definitely something that I just, you know, don't really feel like was a bad thing. I feel like it was just kind of like, you know, this is how we learn. This is how Sage learns. So I enjoyed it and I think Sage enjoyed it too. I know my husband enjoyed it. So we can't wait to, you know, go to other restaurants. We also took him to the farmer's market and, you know, we got a lot of yummy fruits um, that he enjoyed so much. Um, he also loves peaches that's his new favorite fruit is peaches we love to share a peach him and I together and um, he's been really enjoying that he has his third tooth that is um, erupting and it's a big one it's the very front tooth at the top and it's coming in and it gave him a little cold so we dealt with Sage's first cold and it was so scary. I was so stressed out. I called off of work um, because Sage had a fever and I was really anxious going to work, being around a whole bunch of people and clients and potentially bringing something home when my son had a fever and I felt like his immune system is compromised when he has a fever. I didn't want to bring anything home to him. Um, you know, thank God his fever only lasted um uh, like through the night um, but I you know I ended up calling my sister and just asking her you know what do I do should I be worried like he had a stuffy nose it was so snotty I you know put some saline in there and a whole bunch of snot came out and then you know I did that electric booger sucker thing and I put that in there and tried to get as much out as possible too and he definitely had a fever it never got too high I was monitoring it very closely and then I ended up going to the store and getting baby Motrin and giving him some of that and I just get really anxious with giving him medicine because I just you know being in the medical field even though I am in the medical the animal medical field you know you just know things about you know metabolizing drugs and stuff like that and you know for me knowing those things it's just such a curse for me because I just get really anxious you know and then also with an NSAID um I, you know get stomach upset if I don't eat anything with it so I was really nervous about him getting a stomach upset you know by giving him it you know I ended up he ended up having a bottle and then I also gave him some um green smoothie as well um with the Motrin um I I would you know put some smoothie on a spoon and then pour the Motrin on top and then I gave it to him like that and you know the Motrin I feel like it really did help you know with the pain that he was definitely having because he definitely was in a lot of pain um and I definitely think it also helped bring down his fever um you know he did struggle with breathing um you know because his nose was so clogged you could definitely tell he was really mouth breathing um and he was very tired like he was just very tired you know he would stay up for maybe two hours and then fall asleep he took a total of like four naps throughout the whole day um, and now he's down to two naps and he stays up between four to five hours so that was making me really anxious that you know he was sleeping so much um, but um, in between you know his naps you know he would wake up he would drink his full bottle and he would be very interested in eating food so I I just took comfort in the fact that that's what um, 
that he was still eating and drinking and that he wasn't not wanting to do that. Um, so I took comfort in that. And then I ended up reaching out to my sister and she called me and I talked to her about all of those things. And, you know, she helped me give peace of mind and, you know, told me about, you know, doing the Motrin and, um, let, and just monitoring his fever and making sure that it's coming down. And, um, you know, I also learned a lot more about, you know, that baby fevers can go up pretty high, you know, way higher than, you know, normal and that they can, you know, go pretty much all the way to 102. Um, and, you know, and it's not going to be necessarily that bad of a situation. Um, but it's still super anxious for me to deal with a fever at all just because you know I know that you know when your body has a fever you're just super susceptible to you know getting a worse infection so I just you know was on him making sure that he was doing good I ended up giving him some bone broth too for him to eat just to help give him some immune support as well and then also I have this uh Zarbi's vitamin that we gave him too that's for immune system so I gave that as well and um, I, I feel I feel much better now that that first cold has been dealt with, but I'm obviously super anxious for any cold in the future. And I just felt so bad for my little guy. You know, you could definitely tell that he didn't feel good. You know, he was very, you know, uh, clingy to me and my husband and just really wanting to be with us and being held by us. And he didn't really want to play with his toys and normally he's really active and really wanting to play with his toys and interact with things and he loves to dance um to his little dj booth that he has and um he just wasn't interested in that so i was i was very worried and i'm a very happy that I have people in my life that I can go to, you know, so I just feel like if you guys are dealing with, you know, your baby going through their first cold or just a cold in general or not feeling well, you know, just remember that, you know, you can reach out to places, you know, um, you know, reach out to your pediatrician, you know, when I was um, talking to my doctor about being Sage's pediatrician, you know, one of the questions that I asked her was, you know, what do we do if my son gets sick and it's after hours or it's on the weekends when you guys are closed and she uh the hospital that we work with um they have um I think three or four different urgent cares like throughout the county that I live in and they have a phone number that you can call and you can talk to a nurse and you can tell them about all of your symptoms they'll advise you what to do you know let you know they'll keep in contact with you so you know reach out to your pediatrician talk to them you know or if you're pregnant right now and you are in the process of interviewing uh, pediatricians you know don't be afraid to ask that question you know like what do I do in this situation they can definitely give you really good advice and what to do I think too you know with everything going on I was very anxious to take my son to urgent care or the hospital because I you know he does have a fever and I don't want to take him around more sick people where he can potentially get more things um, and get even sicker than he already was you know I would rather call somebody talk to somebody on the phone and do anything that I can do at home or over the counter or you know even call my doctor because you know with my doctor we already have 
a client doctor relationship um, established. So I feel like, you know, you can always reach out to your doctor and see what your doctor is willing to do without having your baby come in and just, you know, maybe um, letting you know like, oh, okay, you know, I like this over-the-counter medication. This is how much you can give for him, you know, and just making sure that uh, you're doing everything correct. There is nothing wrong with doing that, reaching out to your doctor and, you know, just getting peace of mind. Um, and you don't always have to, you know, just rush in, you know, there's definitely people that you can talk to as well. Like I said, I'm super grateful for my sister. She is so amazing. She has so much knowledge. I feel like from our sister podcast, you could definitely tell that she has, you know, uh, walked a really good life um, and has had several experiences when it comes to, you know, being a mother and, you know, going through, um, you know, postpartum and dealing with breastfeeding struggles and dealing with the struggles of motherhood as is and judgments because she was a teen mom. So I definitely get a lot of good advice from her and I definitely get a lot of peace of mind from her because, you know, she can just really kind of be like, look, this is what's going on. This is what we can do from here. So I definitely like to solve problems and I definitely like to go to people that really helped me solve problems as well. So I'm super glad that my sister is a problem solver because that, you know, was such a blessing in that moment when I was so scared, especially since like when I got off the phone with her, my son just started getting a little bit worse. Um, his fever never really got too high. I think it, the highest it went was 99.9. And, you know, maybe some people wouldn't have given, you know, Motrin at 99.9. But, um, you know, we definitely did. And it definitely helped him out a lot. It definitely helped with the pain. It definitely helped him feel better. You know, I ended up um, trying to keep him up for as long as possible after I gave the Motrin. Like I said, he was very tired, you know, that day. And he really just didn't want to do a lot. So um, he ended up falling asleep like maybe 30 minutes after I gave the Motrin and I ended up letting him sleep on me for about two hours before I put him in his crib just to make sure that he didn't have any GI upset and that he was sleeping okay, that he was feeling okay. And then when I laid him down in his crib, I also went in the bedroom too and, you know, I stayed in there with him and I ended up falling asleep and he ended up doing good. Um, so I'm super grateful that that situation, uh, took nine months to get to. Um, also, I'm super grateful that um, it wasn't a super crazy situation. So I definitely feel all the moms that are going through having a sick baby. Um, it's very hard, very stressful. I am sending you all my love, all my prayers if you are going through that right now. It is definitely difficult, you know, but just remember that, you know, there are people around you that are willing to support you and help you through things. And also don't be afraid to communicate, you know, what you need, you know, you know, if certain comments aren't helpful, you know, let it be known like that comment is not helpful for me right now. I really just don't, I can't hear that, you know, step away from that situation and, you know, really just put up a boundary when it comes to that, you know, so that you can focus on positive thoughts and what you need to do to get your baby in a better place. Um, 
So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast, season one, season two, episode one, my 21st podcast. I love doing these podcasts. If you guys have any topics that you would like me to talk about, if you have a story that you would love to share, I would love to talk about those topics or share a story. You can definitely email me at mommydearest2021 at hotmail.com. You can also DM me on Instagram, which is mommydearestpodcast. Also, if you want to be on my podcast, let me know. We can definitely work something out um, where we can, uh, you know, come together and be on the podcast together and we can talk about your story and what you want to share and anything that you want to bring to the table in a positive way. I really just want to help educate people on all the different choices and decisions that we can make in life. What helps me might not help you and what helps you might not help others. But at the same time, you know, what helps me definitely can help others and what helps you definitely can help others as well. So I think sharing our stories in a positive way you know it can help us come together as a community as mothers supporting one each one another and being there for each other so once again like I said I hope you guys like this podcast please share it with anybody that you feel like needs to hear it if you enjoyed this podcast please give me a thumbs up or a shout out or share I would really appreciate that you guys have a beautiful week thank you so much for all of y'all's support and listens I really appreciate it and enjoy I hope you enjoyed this episode bye guys